Hello, world, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan Palmer, joined as always by Charlie Bud, and today we got a, a pretty good one on tap for you, and it's a little bit uh, out there, a little bit different, if you will. But today we're going to be talking about the zombie apocalypse. What are our strategies? How do we plan on going about it? How do we plan on surviving? And then just where we've learned these things, and who knows, the conversation might take a a number of different turns, but but I'm super excited to see where you're going to kick this bad boy off because we find ourselves now in an apocalypse-based world. So, Charlie, what you got? All right. Well, Palmer, I think it's important to establish what kind of zombie apocalypse. What is the world that we're living ah, in right now? Valid, you know? Are we living in a world where it's, you know... We're talking Walking Dead zombies where, where <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like they kind of wander, meander around kind of slow or are we talking about the highly aggressive dangerous world like resident uh, evil type thing resident evil or even 28 days later type of zombies you know ah so many things to discuss many things to unpack here Mm -hmm. and for some reason in my head i always had like the image that we would begin this particular tale waking up in our bedroom one day finding ourselves alone finding no one in our respective you know homes or apartment buildings and somehow, some way, we just happen to know that, hey, we're walking out into a different world and there are now zombies. So does that start to help paint the picture for what you were thinking there, Charlie? Yeah, I can I mean I can kind of see that. You know, I, I uh you know, I've been funny enough, I've been playing a kind of a zombie type uh a game recently, I don't know. But so mm-hmm. I'm kind of picturing that kind of world uh, a little bit, like like how the zombie apocalypse went goes down in that world, which is like basically it's a infection. Um, mm. yeah, I was going to ask about classic. that too because it's so interesting how it's zombie apocalypses are portrayed nowadays in the media because usually, you know, we have some cure for something or mm. it's always some medical breakthrough that comes about. You know, bringing on the or or it'll be like. Um, the zombie land where they actually it was like a messed up Twinkie that ended up causing the first uh, case <laughs> of being a zombie. But, uh, you yeah, know, tell me about that. What, what's the game? Uh, it's called The Last of Us. Oh. <laughs> and, Another one. Uh, it's being adapted into an HBO show. Did you know that? No, I did not. Uh, what's yeah. the timeline there? Uh, I don't know what the timeline is, but it is the writer of the game is doing the show as well. I'm pretty sure. Mm. So like source material i don't know how they're going to follow each other but uh yeah it's been adapted but because the game basically plays out as like a 20-hour movie so um <laughs> uh, but uh anyways so like in this in the game in the last of us world essentially what happens is that there's like contaminated crops right um like <laughs> it starts are. off yeah, it's always contaminated freaking crops and somehow <laughs> some way it starts off in like the mid like the the south like texas or whatever because um and what happens is that there's like some infection going around like you can there was like a news article that was saying like crazed like woman kills like you know three people like husband and children or whatever and like uh, people are like unsure like in the F- and there's like other articles like how the fda is like recalling a lot of like uh, like corn crops and stuff like that because apparently it was like some type of like parasite like called like cordyceps or whatever and uh i know right i know Definitely. and um and so like what happens in this game is that uh or in this story rather um 
the the people who like are infected uh from eating these crops or whatever uh like they start to they like they start growing spores in their brains or whatever um so like at first infection is you become like incredibly rabid you start like just going after anyone like you just attack them out of nowhere and they're like fast kind of like violent um they'll you know they'll kill people but like then you find out like a little bit later but not too much later like that the longer that someone is alive is an infected their face becomes like deformed and like spores kind of grow out of them Jeez. yeah so and they become like you know as dangerous like uh they become like blind and then they hunt on sound right out of like the quiet place kind of oh my gosh Um, what yeah no it's wild um but yeah so that is that's like the zombie kind of apocalypse in there and like obviously this causes like a huge you know like devastation to the world the government like essentially collapses people like become (laughs) tribal and like faction like start up in like factions and then you have like quarantine zones which is controlled by like some type of like government or whatever and uh whatever is left of the government i suppose um and then there's like people who are like really fed up with like how that they handle like food rations and like all the other type of resources but um yeah it's a it's interesting kind of world but uh that yeah. is incredible and it sounds like the perfect backdrop for our little scenario here so i mean mm-hmm. i'm just curious about how do you start going about kind of navigating this i mean there seem like a number of variables to be considered mm-hmm. here and i don't know if the game has you you know go down a structured path or if you're you're free to choose your own uh, it's a pretty linear like story like so you just kind of the goal of the game is to like bring this uh this girl that you find and i'm not trying to give spoilers too much for anybody who wants to save it for the show or finds themselves wanting to play the game um because it is very very good like the story um and but like essentially there's like this girl uh that you have to basically bring across the country in this like post-apocalyptic world um so like you 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 go through like levels like going through like certain cities uh meeting certain characters um and like it's a giant journey and uh but um so it's it's like kind of it's very linear in that sense you know it's not Mm -hmm. like you know you kind of make your own decisions you just kind of like follow a path you're trying to get from point a to point b the most most time Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, sounds, okay. So sounds like you got some pretty good experiences. So <laughs> what would be okay? Sanj the girl. What would be your first move? Like, where would you? Let's assume that you're in your apartment in yeah. New York City. Where would you establish a stronghold? You know, I think for the most part, like you have to like get out of the city, right? Because that's mm. probably like. Okay. If like a zombie kind of apocalypse like this was happening, I feel like cities are not the place you want to be, because if you know they're as violent as everyone it like says you know as we're making them out to be, mm-hmm. right? Then <laughs> um, you're running into a risk of like you know you're you're eventually gonna have to leave your apartment. You don't if you if you know if you barricade in your apartment, you're gonna run out of food and like all that stuff pretty quickly, but. And then, like, leaving your apartment to after, like, the dust has settled, which it won't. The dust will not settle. Like, oh, you're basically, So you're basically in the zombie world forever is what I'm hearing, Charlie. 
<laughs> well, do you think? I mean, in this scenario, do you think you know, the zombie world's going to get better, Palmer? Honestly, I'm not a scientist, so guess what? We're, we're in it forever. <laughs> it's a zombie no, apocalypse, Palmer. It's not really something that you. tends to happen in reality unless there is a virus that comes out one day that just completely changes your behavior to turn you into a rabid lunatic who <laughs> <laughs> like, or like have spores growing in your brain where it deforms your body and face. So I like my face, so um, but I don't know. I think for me, if I, you know, because I live in New York, I think I would try to, you know, gather as the resources that I can and try to get out of the city. Uh, and I think that's going to be very hard because I think there will be a lot of people who are trying to get out of the city. And you're also running the risk of running into infected, you know, because like you have to imagine that the hospitals are going to try to treat these people in some way or some form. And uh, people are gonna. There's gonna be. There's gonna be fear. There's gonna be fear. And like, I don't know. I think if you have a real life scenario of this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I think all the, the all all bets are off, man. Like, you know, it's just you're 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 <laughs> probably you're gone. probably just going into stores not caring to pay or anything. Oh, like, you panic. Money is no longer being used. Yeah, at this point no, in time. no, no money's no longer being used, and. Um, you know, I think things would get violent. Is it that? Is that crazy? <laughs> I, maybe movies have made me biased t- towards that scenario, and you know, games as well. But like, I think very quickly. I don't think it'll be people turning on each other immediately. I think mm-hmm. you're going to like you would see a lot of uh, uh, like selfishness. Like you're not going to help oh. other people, but you're not going to like attack other people. Right. Like mm-hmm. your goal is to survive for yourself or your friends or your family. Right. Uh, so, but I mean, what, what about you bomber? Like what, what do you do in this situation? So I'm like thinking logistically. And if I'm in your position, this is just a question. Maybe somebody has an answer to this. So you're in an, like, you're in an apartment mm-hmm. and I know New York city obviously has a, a lot of apartments that have a number of floors. So how smart are these zombies? Because I was thinking technically, technically speaking, as long as there are no accessible stairs, can they logistically figure out how to operate an elevator? I think that buys you at least like a solid week. Just like, all right, I'm on the ninth floor, just figuring it out. And then we go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, can you imagine like, and even if they know how to operate like a, an elevator, could they figure out you were on the ninth floor? I feel like they'd have to go one by one. Like, I feel like that would buy you a little window. But no, I, I understand what you mean about getting out of the city. Because getting away from people would be so important. Like in the game, how how is the virus transmitted? Is it just like a bite and you're a zombie? Uh, there's two ways. So yes, uh, bodily fluid transmission, t- typically through bites. Okay. And it was airborne via spores. So there are certain areas in the game mm. that are like, it's visible. Like you could see mm. in like areas that you can't like breathe in and stuff. So there are moments in the game where you have to like go through like these spore infected areas and you have to like put on like a gas mask to oh, uh, be able to um, uh, go, go to navigate through it. Um, but yeah, so that's like how it's primarily spent. Uh, spread and it acts quickly uh mm. if, if oh, you man, get what? bit if you get bit or breathing the, the spores you're turning in like within two hours oh my okay dude whoa 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 um it's funny because i think this is like every dating app like there's a prompt that's like during the zombie apocalypse i would and most people just take the l and say be a zombie so i'm low, I'm low key kind of feeling in the zombie camp but okay i'm gonna survive this but here's the next question here's the next question uh, for you question. then if you're a zombie, 
are you conscious of what you're doing but have no control? Because that would sound like a literal living nightmare. Oh my good! I you know I've never actually. I thought about it from like a, a, a vampire's perspective, <laughs> never a zombies. It's so weird because I mean, like technically, they just seem like they're so. Especially in terms of looking at those spore-like, you know, just hungry, you know, running around eating people quickly. They always seem like just like rabid animals. So like, I feel like you aren't conscious of it, but also understanding if it acts like you know, like a rabies, like people get. I mean, it's still obviously them working consciously, but when it gets to a, a certain point, like they just get locked in on whatever it is. And so that's great. I guess, honestly, I think you might be conscious for this, dude. Like you might be just looking for some brains out here. Goodness. What are you, what, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I think like that would be a fear of mine, you know, like, cause I, it's, it's like an, un, it's like fear of the unknown in a sense, but like, I don't think. I would want to like take the L and be a zombie. <laughs> you know, I would be afraid that even if I get like infected, if it is like kind of like an infection, um, then I would like be somehow conscious and like not be able to control my own actions and just have to be kind of like a witness to all the like horrible things that I have been consumed into doing or whatever. And it's just like that living nightmare. So, um, and technically I think you're well, more or less immortal. Like, I mean, your body is obviously decaying over time, but unless somebody puts, puts you, puts you down, you're yeah. still kind of moving. And like, about. even if, like, even if you're not uh conscious for it, like, and you know that you're turning and no one's around to like, put you down um, <laughs> like, you know, then like, am I going to infect someone else? How many people, would I like, you know, kill? That would be another horrible, like, th- you know, thought. Jeez. Honestly, like, yeah, based on our. Oh, so, world, as you might have seen on our Twitter, uh, unfortunately, our last podcast, uh, we ran into some technical difficulties, but it's just so similar to also almost like the pandemic. Like, if you get infected, you know, are you going out there and spreading? So, I understand that mindset as well. Mm-hmm. And, man, that is crazy. I don't think I could live with myself, even just knowing that. I wasn't there anymore and like just out there turning people and just ruining yeah. lives. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're definitely coming up with a plan. So that doesn't happen because that would be <laughs> terrible. Oh man. Okay. So we're looking to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. Now nighttime does not seem like a good window in which to, to operate. I mean, you never know when the apocalypse strikes, man. You never true, know. True. <laughs> you have to leave now. <laughs> oh man. But no, see like, like, hmm. Okay, but like logistically speaking, I keep using that word logistically, but uh, oh my god, I get my like you know times and it's dates always a new together. word every week, Palmer. I know, I know, I don't know what that is. Logistically, <laughs> logistically um, I'd have to figure that one out because if other people are you know becoming infected, I feel like there will actually be that moment initially before anybody really knows what's happening, where everybody's just oh these people are getting mm-hmm. sick, we got to figure this out. That's your window, but you won't necessarily be aware of the fact that it's getting really bad. Yeah. You got to play that one out. And so I definitely have to go probably at the daytime. You might have maybe 24 hours to just mm-hmm. come to the conclusion and be decisive. But I mean, you kind of have like some certain real world examples. Like I think things would like snowball really quickly. Right. I mean, like you can look at mm-hmm. how COVID like started off with just a handful of cases in the United States. And then like literally like a week, two weeks later, it snowballed into thousands and tens of thousands of cases being reported and like. 
you know, and I think that would be kind of the case in uh, this kind of apocalypse or zombie scenario. Like even in like the the Last of Us, they they even show like there are news reports and like uh, I was gonna say, who's going to like as a reporter? Who's going into work to say, all right, y'all, should probably get up out of here. I'm gone. I'm just saying, if I'm a reporter, <laughs> I mean, there's just like they say there's like a mysterious infection. It's causing like mental like dement like some like dementia or whatever causing people to be violent and then like suddenly it snowballs you know like Ooh. patients break out of hospitals like there's like a you know uh you know attacks on like like a freaking pipeline i don't know oh, um man. like a power grid or something and like the hospital like explodes because there's a gas leak and then um you know it, it just snowballed out of control and then you know wow how was that what I was gonna say, but I was like thinking also because, and you mentioned before, friends mm-hmm. and like loved ones, and mm-hmm. it's crazy because you're able to move so much quicker by yourself. But obviously, for I guess emotional slash sentimental reasons, you probably want to bring along your loved ones. And it's no, like, how do you get to them? Yeah. Oh, what were we oh I was say? gonna say you just don't want to also be alone to survive in the apocalypse, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, no matter is like you need help, like you know, surviving mm-hmm. by yourself would. I would imagine it would be very difficult. Oh, for sure. And like you need those skills like the other people have. Because technically, I'm not going to lie to you, do I know how to make a campfire? No. <laughs> no, I do not. I don't not. think anybody in our generation really knows how to make a campfire. <laughs> we have like matches and lighters and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even th- I don't even know. If, I mean, maybe, but like I feel like, that you one know. Dude. Like I feel the, like there's that one guy out there who's like been preparing for this his whole life. Like actually a funny story. I knew someone in high school whose uncle worked with a guy who was just preparing for the zombie apocalypse. Like had had crossbows, had stores of food just put away. I said, oh, you know wow. what, man? Best of luck to you. So I'd find that guy. That that's guy. my guy. That's yeah. The guy. Like who is he gonna be friendly? Is he gonna share? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like the plan called it's, for it one. It was it was so really like the game does a really good job, I think. Like almost immediately, like the main character's name is Joel. Like there's like when they're driving away from like his house to like get out of or like go to like a quarantine zone or whatever that like the government's like setting up. Like they pass by like this family that's on the road, and uh, his brother is with him in the car, and he's like he's about to pull over, and Joel goes, "What do you think you're doing?" And like just Ooh. keep driving. And it's just like almost immediately takes like a selfish kind of like it's all it's a, it's like us or them kind of mentality so like i'm i'm curious would that guy even accept your help or do you think you would accept your help like do you would you act that way i was gonna ask you that same question (laughs) bud oh man so would i tell him stop the car or keep going yeah oh wow you're gonna make me look like such a bad person (laughs) honestly the car would not stop (laughs) we would keep moving no i i'd be the same way i i'd be like i'm sorry but and, you know, I have to look out for because his daughter's in the car too, right? Oh, like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's like sure. got to look out for me, my my daughter, you know, my mm-hmm. family, and like myself. Like I can't be worrying about a group of people I don't know. Yeah, and you don't know what their intentions are. I yeah. literally and just... you don't know. How, and at that point in time, you don't know how the infection spreads. Oh yeah, you don't know how people get infected. You don't know if they are infected, and you could potentially be bringing like a dangerous entity into your life. Mm-hmm. For True. what? Being a good Samaritan? This is why. This <laughs> I'm a good why, person. <laughs> I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Come in, come in. Oh, nah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. It makes it sound like we're we're awful people. I think oh, generally yeah. we're pretty good Samaritans. It's I just concur. that 
you know, we're talking about a scenario here. Exactly. Yeah, this is a, uh, this is the world real. is gone to hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just, you know what? We're all in the maze now. How do we get to the cheese? That's the question we're trying to answer. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. So I would give them like a little like piece or a little wave, but and for our listeners, would what would you do? You know, I want them to ponder that thought. Yeah. Like, what would you do in that scenario? Definitely. And while we're at that, hit hit us with your answer uh, at Twitter at what yeah. you got cast spelled W H A T C H A. What you got cast or on IG at what you got podcast spelled the same way. Yeah, let us know. Definitely. I'm so curious. Also, shout out to all the people who have been listening. I know I've got my little book club up on here. So thank you for, for tuning in there, guys. <laughs> oh man. No, dude, that is like a very, very good question. I'm curious because we've seen those classic movie tropes mm-hmm. in which the protagonist gets like an animal to defend this entire time. Would that be you or would you be? Nah, no, no uh, you know, I don't have a pet currently, and I've and thinking of like when I watched I Am Legend, I'm like, I somehow would have to save my dog, you know, oh, yeah. when, when I had a dog at the time, like I would somehow fi- have to find a way to like save the dog, keep them because you know they're like you know, but I can understand that that's like definitely that would be hard to do, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how Will Smith managed to do it in I Am Legend, but yeah, would you okay if it became. Became a toss up between, you know, if you leave the pet behind, you would survive, or you're gonna risk it to make sure that maybe you can get the pet out, and you guys would both survive. That's really, that's a tough question. If I could, if I had to, if I knew it was guaranteed survival to leave the pet behind, then I would have to like leave the pet behind. The heartbreaker moment. Heartbreaker. It is. Moment. It is a moment like, of what decision. What would you? What would you do? If that's the only thing I have. And I, I'm so sentimental in that, like I name like just objects and I, I give them person. <laughs> Honestly, I might be going back, man. I'm like, let's I do would, it. I would try everything in my damnedest <laughs> to keep, you know, keep the pet or whatever. But you know, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. You know, sorry, Sparky. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. Oh, geez, that'd be such a such a talk. Although I'm curious, also, so pets, but also people. Like, is there? A group that you would need to be with or would it be like who could i get to like could you would you choose a dream team or would I mean, you i would just try to group up with many of like my like friends and like family as possible but like create like some type of uh like stronghold somewhere you know mm. a place that we can like pick out and just try to create a sense of normalcy wow you know? um, mm-hmm. just connect as many people as possible but uh you know, as to where that would be, uh, you know, personally, I would say like some islands off the coast. I was thinking about an island too, dude. Mm-hmm. Totally thinking think, about an island. Uh, that's. I think that would be the good move because I don't know. Can zombies swim? That's the question. Yeah, that's. I mean, they technically don't need oxygen. Mm-hmm. So could they like do like the Pirates of the Caribbean and Pirates of the Caribbean one and just like walk, walk under underwater. the water? Yeah, because isn't that a thing? And also, uh, shout out to Minecraft, like. Uh, isn't that a thing in Minecraft, and that's how zombies become water zombies? Like, uh, I think they can go underwater, but I feel like they suffocate. I don't remember though. Okay, I, okay, I don't, I don't remember. But no, you're right. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about the island for a number of reasons. A, you're isolated, so you can definitely see things coming. But B, and this would actually be a shortcoming, is that knowing if you go into a place and you're able to, I don't know, get coconuts or something, you'd still have to be able to make some form of sustainable. Food and I guess maybe fish could work. Assuming fish that could work, yeah. But 
Yeah, but you know, maybe somehow you'd be able to like set up a like a farm or something to grow crops. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> some chickens. I mean, like maybe you have. Maybe you're not too close uh, or too far from, uh, like the the like mainland to like maybe mm-hmm. go back and go for supplies all like a, via a boat or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's definitely a risk, and you would have to like set up like some type of protocols to make sure that hey, you somehow get infected. You, you, you cannot come back here. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's gonna be that one dude who got like bitten. Who's like, it's, it's fine. It's I'm, fine. I'm, I didn't get, get okay. bit. I'm good. I'm okay. His name would be like no. Chris. I mean, nobody like, would really want him to be there, but he would be there anyway. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> I know Chris. Come on, man. You know who? Every the audience knows who the Chris is. <laughs> Everybody knows who their Chris is. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows who their Chris is. Um, uh, who would just come back and just out, like selfish intent or something? You know. Man. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, though, would like, okay, I was thinking about this too. Would the electrical grid still be working? Like, would we still be able to have access to? Great question. And a lot of these, like, apocalyptic movies, there's like, they somehow always have, like, power in some circumstance. And uh, they even have that in, like, The Last of Us, that, like, in the quarantine zone, that there's, like, literal power. They use generators, like, you have to, like, power up a generator, but, like, Mm -hmm. I I really don't feel like the electrical grid would still kind (laughs) of be working. I mean, that's just me, you know? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I was like, how? Even if it was like a generator, I guess maybe like a hand crank. But how are you continuing yeah. to give that generator energy it uh, needs to? See, these are the questions mm-hmm. that people need to think about when thinking about the zombie apocalypse. There. Yeah. Um, what uh, what skills would you try to pick up while you were <laughs> in the midst of this world? I don't know. Uh, that those are tough questions. I think you know cooking. I guess I think that would be kind of essential. Yeah. Um and hunting yeah i was thinking about a little archery there myself mm. just i had to figure out how to get the stone like get the stone to look like a little arrowhead connect said st- see once again logistically speaking that mm. would not be a a small undertaking you'd have no. to put some things together no it would not be a small undertaking <laughs> <laughs> but i was like that would be good just for you know self-defense purposes and also hunting mm-hmm. and then um you know just Figure out like uh, a means of keeping myself entertained, not just with survival, but something I could physically like do that would be like entertaining because that'd be a lot of downtime. Yeah. Uh, I definitely need to find something to be entertaining. Like, you know, what if, what if you like took over like a, like a, a sports stadium, then you have a, like a huge space, especially oh. you got like a community and you could probably easily barricade that absolutely absolutely and then like yeah there's probably all these zones you have like a training room in case anybody maybe you still have some equipment or uh just stuff in case somebody gets hurt you might have just some like weightlifting stuff if you want to continue to work out that'd be good that would actually be a really good and you might have some food too it might not like yeah. last forever but it'd be a good be- base of operations your only risk is that you're not necessarily isolated and uh mm-hmm. if you ever need to leave then well you might run the risk of running into other like zombies or however you want to call yeah other zombies but definitely although i'm super curious because you said running into what happens if you have you have a group and all of a sudden you see another group mm. do you join them do you say you guys have obviously survived we've survived so you just do your thing we do our thing and we don't interact how would you go about well in most people. movies they tend to not get along very yeah, well you problems know? usually typically arise problems usually arise because 
you know, I think resources are more finite than ever at that point, right? Like in the mm-hmm. apocalypse, and people are looking out for their group, which you know could be a number of like close friends or family members, and Definitely. they might not like take too kindly to if you know another, like another organization. Like I don't know. Like I think that would be tough to like. It's it's tough to like kind of think like you would. I would imagine that. People are really just looking for resources, and maybe off there are people out there who are just like, because uh, I mean that's definitely existed too. And I don't want to mm-hmm. sound too cynical, but no, no, no like, I got you. Um, but like you know that it's definitely existed where there are communities in these like kind of like scenario like of like movies where they take in people. Um, so like it's definitely possible, and I think if you have a lot of resources, and that if you add more people that can create more resources for you, then yeah that's great but then like you know there are definitely other situations where if you don't have enough resources you're barely getting by with what you have and another group is like kind of wants to join up you might be like oh well we're kind of <laughs> we don't really have like capacity not, right now uh yeah. but maybe if we come back in six mm-hmm. to eight weeks we do might, <laughs> but do you think good. though i have a question for it. do you think yeah. that like most people would try to stick together and like survive like try to group up as many people as possible and or do you think there'd be like hostile factions like trying to just wage war over resources like a freaking can of beans you know like a little mad max action little yeah like what do you think i think early on what you would have is definitely more cooperation Mm -hmm. but over time and as you mentioned as those resources get like a little bit more scarce that's when you get to see who tr- people truly are. Like that's when it's like, I have this bottle of water. Like kill him, take the water. <laughs> like it would be crazy. And I was always thinking like that one off. Like so that one off Chris. Like if somebody comes and like I want to join your your group, and like you don't know what their status is, if they've mm-hmm. been bitten or what. Yeah, and you're just like, no, you can't join. Like and uh, and if they had resources to offer, but you still didn't know. Like you'd have to take so many risks mm-hmm. and it would definitely I, you got to get your squad because i think as humans we're social creatures and so we need things to interact with like you remember in um castaway he literally ma- took a, a wilson like volleyball yeah. <laughs> put a face well, on it well son mm-hmm. we, need, we need that we need that but yeah. at the same time for survival purposes that would be super tricky but how about how about you what do you think i think uh yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think I don't I don't know how much I'd entirely believe that it would be cooperative at first. I think people are going to try to find their groups of people and then after that people are going to I think humans all social at the same time are also inherently selfish. So, um ah, like I think that. I think that at first people will um you know, try to group with like whoever they have and they're going to fight over maybe like resources because they're like, I cannot worry about, you know, what's his name at the shopping mall. You know, like (laughs) I I can't worry about it. I'm sorry. And it makes me sound awful, but like, I just, I have a family, you know, like I have, (laughs) I have friends that I want to prioritize over you. And that sounds terrible, but I think that's, I think that would be what kind of happens. And then later on, I I think that there might be like an open door for like possible, like, okay, you know, we can maybe let people in, but it's always a risk. Like you said, it's always a huge risk because you don't know anything about this person. You don't know what they've done. You know, you don't know what their like health status is, if they're infected or not, or like, you know, whatever it may be. So. Yeah. And it would like it'd be crazy if you had someone who was like um just like 
crazy and just wants to be alone and is setting people up mm-hmm. to get, you know, infected. But I was always wondering, too, because I've seen, you know, a bunch of movies, TV shows about this. And we're kind of at that age where we're you know, adults. And um, but I've wondered, you know, somebody is 25, 26 yeah. when this all happens. Do you get to a place where you're comfortable maybe for like a couple of years later? Would you, this is so random, but start a, starting a family, like, would you start a family in an apocalypse or be like, well, guess what? I guess it's not a great time or place for kids. So <laughs> No, I would say that it would be a symbol of hope, you know, that oh. like future generations can maybe overcome this somehow. Because uh, mm-hmm. you always see it in like these kind of shows or, you know, True. any type of scenarios. There's people who like start families because I think. It's something to like take your mind off of like the impending doom or the uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, the existential crisis that is the zombie apocalypse. Ah, uh, um, yes. You know, it's it's. I think in some way, maybe, yeah, I think I would, especially if I we you know had a good setup. <laughs> okay. Know, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if, if I was like wandering around struggling to survive then probably not but like if i felt comfortable in like wherever i was and i'm surviving doing well then yeah why not it's it's like it's just the world you live in at that point right then it's also hope like hey maybe maybe one day someone will find a cure maybe someone out there is working on a cure who knows true true and also (laughs) once again logistically speaking i know we're both men so not like we have to carry the child in an apocalypse. That does make it a little bit easier to say that. No, yeah, we can let's have a, let's have a family. Like, yeah. Oh man, but no, I, I I like that though. It's a symbol of hope because you definitely see those programs and it's the belief that you know there's something better. And like you said, maybe somebody will come with something, so we should keep things going as normal so that you know those people or our our children can kind of i guess inherit this world and we'll get back to normal so they get to experience that but mm-hmm. very deep there very deep there but i was going to say do you have any overarching do's and don'ts when it comes to a zombie apocalypse like for example in zombie land the double tap like don't just shoot a zombie that once hit him again what uh do you have any of those that just pop out to you uh i don't know i mean i think it's a really tough question. I think at that point, like, I think I'm more of like in the camp. You just got to do what you can to survive, you know, mm. you know, it's like, and you try not to lose your humanity on the way. So, um, wow. But you're dropping some dimes out here, but I'm really <laughs> feeling this. <laughs> I mean, like, think about it, right? Like, you know, you're put in the situation where you have to like survive, but like, you know, the, you know, zombies aren't the only threat there could be other people who are a threat to you right Mm. like what do you do in that situation palmer like what are your do's and don'ts okay also sorry just just made me think of this logistically are animals able to get infected as well here um well i mean if we're i mean most movies generally don't have it but uh, okay uh, and then the last of us they did not seem like animals got infected Okay. Well, there perfect. wasn't at least an example of that. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Perfect. 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 I was gonna say probably one of my my don'ts is don't be swayed by somebody's word because you've known them for basically a long time of your life. I mean, yeah. I feel like so often like somebody's either bitten or like we should definitely do this. Like, dude, you know me, man. Like, mm-hmm. we've been together forever. We got to do yeah. this. So that's a definitely. Let's not do that. Also, big I mean, you don't. Just gotta look at shane from the walking dead right isn't he like a lifelong friend of like rick or whatever and he's like 
Bad things happen there. Uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> so heads up, people. Heads up. <laughs> heads up. Walking Dead. <laughs> um, and also my other don't was don't be swayed by good-looking people of, like, your – of the group that you desire. So, you know, you see a, a, an attractive, you know, somebody – and you're like, oh, like we gotta let them into the group. Like they're really cool. Like let's let them into our group. No, 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 no. They're cool. They're cool. <laughs> I swear, she, she seems really cool. I trust her eyes. Like, yeah. like she's really gentle. Eye. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Like mm. just keep the squad. Let the squad decide as a group, and then keep it moving. Because when people's own personal interests get in there, that's usually when uh, stuff hits the fan. Yeah. I'm just like, oh gosh, I can see, I can, I can see that if, if I ever live through this scenario i got to talk people off the ledge here Mm -hmm. oh man but dues i mean i think it's as you mentioned important to establish a sense of normalcy so definitely try to do what you can to make things feel like you aren't living through a zombie apocalypse and also do like plan for the long haul don't say oh we're probably not even going to live for another year or so no need to save this food maybe we should just no, I would case. never. Yeah, I'd always like be like, you know, I'm in it to win it here, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like I think yeah, a lot of people will. probably think like zombie apocalypse is like why bother, you know? Yep, yep. I, I definitely think there are people out there who are like why bother at that point, you know? Like <laughs> life so would be much. tiring. Life would be yeah. so exhausting, and that every day would be like the struggle to survive. Even like just the willpower to like, what's the like? Is there a point to this? Is there an end? You know? Mm-hmm. Like there has to be something that keeps you going. But. For sure. For sure. Yeah, dude. Wow. So yeah, those are probably my biggest ones. I know there's probably a, a couple that I'm missing just because oh, uh, as humans, we just fall into the same like things over and over and over again. I'm, people, not that I'm hoping we ever get in this scenario, but I'm trying to help you out so that you can navigate this and make it make it through. Uh, but those are probably the biggest ones that come to mind. It's such an interesting scenario just because I mean, obviously, it affects every part of your life, but you really have to almost change the way you think. Like, if you're a naturally trusting person, can't do that anymore. Like, if you're like, oh, I don't really like to, you know, work out or try to stay fit, eh, you probably got to change that one up. Yeah, probably got to change that one up. So that you can get away. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then just, like you said, find your stronghold, dude, and, like, ride out the storm. But uh, that would be great. And just also, that'd be so hard just for years like if you had if you made it decades of just mm-hmm. living in the world uh yeah. i can't even imagine what your what headspace you'd be in like oh well i'm gonna die while this is still a thing mm-hmm. but maybe the next generation can solve it figure it out yeah you know uh-huh. that that would be tough i mean like would you even remember at that point like what society used to be oh. like you know do you lived in that world for like 20 30 years like that's a good point because i know in Snowpiercer, for those of you who don't know what Snowpiercer is, it's a movie with Chris Evans. Basically, they're on this train that holds the last of humanity because some crazy global event made uh, the rest of the Earth unsustainable. And so he, I think, was put on the train when he was 17. And I think he'd been on the train either just as long as he had lived outside of the world or a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I hardly like... And then there were people who had never really... Lived, like They'd been kids when they were brought on, so they only yeah. really knew the train, so... That would be absolutely insane to think about. You don't even really remember the world. And it's crazy, too, because, dude, for COVID, we've been here for a, a year and some change. And I remember the world as it was, but thinking about that, oh, what a wow, wow. Yeah. This time has taught me so much. <laughs> I know. I and, mean, like, 
I, things are kind of getting back to normal already with yeah, like, yeah. COVID. So, you know, but like, yeah, it is, it is just kind of like weird. Even when you think about like COVID, like it is odd, like, wow, like life used to be pretty different, you know, <laughs> like, you know, wasn't working from home all the time or uh, went into an office, had an office culture, you know, definitely, you definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Crazy, crazy. But I think, uh, I think we got it. If like the zombie apocalypse ever happened, I'd, I don't know if I'd be able to make it to New York, but I'd try to find you somewhere in the middle. And yeah, hopefully try we to can, find uh, you, you know, head down towards out. DC, meet you, somewhere yeah, all, yeah. meet you somewhere on the way. Like logistically, if we just settled in Pennsylvania, yeah, that could be good for the squad. That could be good. <laughs> <laughs> it could be good for the squad. Yeah. Be I a good meeting that. point, you know, some yeah, yeah, farm definitely. out in Pennsylvania or like take over. Uh, the Philly State, like Eagle Stadium or something. Oh, yeah, the link. That'd be ooh. okay. That's what, Charlie. If this ever happens, you've heard it here first now, folks. Well, now everybody listening is going to go there, Palmer. That's what that's what's we're not happen. actually going to go there. JK. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. We want our listeners to come. We'll have, yeah, yeah. if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, we'll have a tiny knit community, um, set up. You know, is there real grass out there? Like, or is it like turf? Fields? No, I think it's turf. I think it's turf. Well then, well we had to. Uh, yeah, we'd have to. That would be the next, the next thing to solve. <laughs> but if you if you have been bitten and you, you know that's where everybody's going, please don't be that guy. Don't yeah, be don't, Chris. Don't be. Don't be Chris. Don't be Chris. Don't Just be Chris. Ride it out wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Uh, but like, well, like so, Palmer. So, how do you think? So we've talked a lot about like, you know, like our survival, but like, how do you think you would change if you oh. were living in this kind of situation? As a person, I think yeah. for me personally, not that I'm indecisive, but I think I'd have to become so much more decisive for mm. all of my decisions because I mean, time is a limited resource as it is now, but especially in that kind of capacity where every second matters, you don't know if these things are coming up on you or how things are evolving. You just have to be able to go boom, boom, boom. So I definitely think I'd be more decisive. And I think I'm retrospective enough to appreciate the small moments, but mm-hmm. I think that would definitely be something that'd be heightened for me. Just like you said, that sense of normalcy again, just like, you know, those brief moments where you forget for a second that you're in a zombie apocalypse and you're just mm-hmm. enjoying, you know, a beer with some friends. That'd be, that'd yeah. be sick. <laughs> How about for you? You know, I, I I think it would be hard to not live through something like that and not have that like change you in some way. It's just that you know I hope that it's that doesn't change me for the worst or something like oh, that. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it doesn't make me like some cold human. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that would happen personally. I I think <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Think I think I'd be like a rational kind of like. All right, like somebody who'd be willing to like just bring up like we have to make a we have we got to make a tough decision, guys. Like it's either this or that, you know. Like we need <laughs> you'd be, be that guy. I'd be that guy, you know. I think I'd be that guy. It's like you know, it's either us or them. All right. Hey, every group needs every Everybody. group needs that guy. Yeah. So, so I appreciate. I you, think man. I think that I think that's how like I I change. Like you just got to go with the the cold calculus of a of a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you know guys i've been running the numbers i've been running the numbers and somebody's gotta go (laughs) (laughs) someone's gotta go sorry but uh yeah it's uh i think i but i i I would try to like you said you know remember all the little moments and the good things that 
we'd hopefully have in whatever or wherever we'd end up. So uh, definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Dang, that's beautiful. Got a little tear. (laughs) I think it's pollen. I think it's pollen. Yeah. Oh man. But nah, dude, perfect. Perfect. All right. So I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the zombie apocalypse, Palmer? Honestly, the only thing I have to say is hopefully we never, you know, knock on wood, have to experience that. Yeah, hopefully we never uh, have. To. Hopefully it stays in the world of fiction. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And we should definitely test any and all, you know, things in the, in the future, <laughs> crops and et cetera, just so that that definitely doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh, man. But but that's, all right. that's about it. Uh, all right, then. Well, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcast. Our show comes out every Monday evenings and uh so Palmer, you want to tell them one more time about the uh social media you guys might have caught it before but just in case you missed it you can follow us on twitter at whatcha got cast spelled w-h-a-t-c-h-a got cast or on ig at whatcha got podcasts spelled the same and if you guys have any thoughts on that previous question please shoot them our way yeah be sure to interact with us on all social media platforms. But anyways, I that's our show. We're the What You Got Podcast. I'm Charlie Bud, joined as always by Mr. Jordan Palmer. And until next week, see you guys.